There are many ways people listen to vision, including on smart speakers. Just tell your smart speakers to play Vision Christian Radio. Alexa, play Vision Christian Radio. Vision. Yep, it really is that easy. You can also say, play V180 Radio for our music channel. It's just another way that Vision is helping you look to God daily. Rise and Shine with Robbo and Becky on Vision. My guest co-host for the morning, Brett Ryan, the CEO of Focus on the Family, who I can see on a little video screen here. So it's great to see you, Brett, even though you're in uh, the uh, Melbourne studio. So uh, great to have you part of the uh, conversation this morning. It's a pleasure to be with you. And, and it's great to be able to use technology and we can have mm. um, Pastor Jeff in the US. Yeah. That's and right. We can do it's this a, at the same it's a, time. It's, it's quite extraordinary. It's incredible, mm. isn't it, to think that you're in Melbourne. Uh, I'm in the studio in Brisbane. Pastor Jeff is in LA in the USA, but we're all connected. And having a chat today about online pastors. Now, Pastor Jeff, I was chatting to you during the news um, and asking you about, because I know your church has got an online pastor and you have had for some time, but I didn't realize how long. It's been, and in fact, you've been streaming your services online for, I I would have thought longer than it even was a a, a technical possibility. You've been doing it Mm. for nearly two decades. Yeah, we started very early in the game. Of course, I took the the job here in LA in 2008, but they had been doing it, I think, six, five or six years before that. Uh, More local than global, they had figured out a way to do that, Uh, but for... For us, when I came in 2008, we went more global. We wanted uh, the world to be able to access what we were doing. Mm. So, yes. so, so, you know, the, the, we did, you know, we, we, at first it was streaming the service, you know. So basically, the, there was an evolution to it. You stream the service, and it's for people. The motivation we had is for people who could not get out. It was actually for maybe the older community. And you think, well, how did that work? Because it's usually the younger community that has access or knows how to work all these uh uh, all this technology that we have today. But there was a real crash course given. There, there was intentionality. We wanted to make sure that every person in our church understood how it worked. And uh, so we had a lot of uh, grandchildren come over and help the grandparents. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, if you ever have trouble, just ask a 12-year-old kid. They'll yep. fix it right up for you. So true. And so, so then it evolved, and we realized that we had a ton of people watching and following us, um, not only from right here in the state of California, uh, and and believe it or not, we're, we're we operate much the same as any any other small town would. You know, even though we're a large large town, there are, you you draw your own personal boundaries, and you say I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna shop. I'm gonna go to church. I'm gonna uh, uh, visit these. Uh, uh, sporting events, and you usually do that within a certain boundary. You know, you have mm. the 15 and the 10 freeway, for instance, which is where we are. And so we wanted to reach those people who were coming to our church, but maybe they were on vacation, maybe they got sick for a period of time and could not come out. And that's how it all started. Then it evolved in where we had people from all over the world watching and listening, and then that's where we decided to hire an online campus pastor. Mm. You're certainly ahead of the curve with all that. I mean, that's because you said you've appointed that pastor back in about 2011, was it? Yes, and and of course, when COVID-19 hit, uh, because of that, we, we didn't miss a beat, really. We just had all of our people go to our online uh, campus, we called it. We called it our fourth campus, and they could watch and listen and participate. Uh, and so we we went from one Sunday being told by uh, the government that, or by the mayor of the city of LA, that we we were not allowed to meet in large 
large gatherings to the next week. We didn't miss one week of services. We just went completely and fully mm, online. That's great. Pastor Jeff, I was just wondering, what are the prerequisites for a online pastor? Mm. What do you well, look I'll, for? Yeah, well, we are looking for a pastor, uh, but he has to be tech savvy. And so a lot of our Bible colleges here in the U.S. now and our Christian universities are graduating people with pastoral hearts, but they also have a, a savvy and a, a real uh, love for the tech world. And so uh, we we found one of those graduates and hired him. And uh, he was able to uh, show us how we can advertise through Google, free advertising. These guys know all the tricks of the trade. And then how we could uh, market uh, the fact that we did have an online service and, that, and, and to, the, to the people of our community and even beyond, but primarily in our local community. Because one of the biggest questions I had in the beginning, uh, and every pastor I think would have this question, do I really want to do this? Do I want to create something? Or do I want to become an enabler whereby I'm saying to people, hey, you don't need to come to the church physically. Just watch us online on the weekend, and that'll be your spiritual act of service. Mm. <laughs> so I struggled in the early days. And what changed my mind, I attended a mega church pastor's conference. And I heard a guy speak about how there we're, we are having more and more people become social uh, they're, they have a phobia toward mm -hmm. being around large crowds. And so what we decided to do is really focus on those people in our online church and on people who kind of were, because, you know, uh, one and all church is a big place and you can get lost pretty easy, mm. easily. So how can we come into your living room? But make no mistake, our goal in the beginning of online uh, church was to get you to a place of familiarity with us and to trust us, and then to get you in what we call first steps, and ultimately to get you physically on one of our campuses. Mm. So even though we have an online campus, it has become the entryway, the door mm. into becoming part of our fellowship, because I'm still, maybe call me old-fashioned or whatever, but I still believe it's important for the church, for God's people to be together corporately, to use your gifts for the great and common good, and for the greater good, and to... And, and to be involved in community where you are sharpening others as they sharpen you. And I, I think you cannot do, I think it's very, extremely difficult to do that in isolation. Always encouraging and always fun. Rise and shine on Vision. On the line with us this morning, Brett Ryan, my co-host for the morning, the CEO of Focus on the Family, and also Pastor Jeff Vines, all the way from Los Angeles in the United States, is with us and talking about uh, having an online pastor uh, at uh, your church. And Jeff, you've been telling us that you've actually had an online pastor for uh, almost a decade now um, and explaining a bit about what they do. But we've got this conversation going on Facebook at the moment, asking the questions, if churches continue streaming their services, do you think they should also consider having an online pastor? Now, a lot of people saying, yes, that's a great idea. Uh, Trishy on Facebook says, why would they need an online pastor? What's wrong with continuing to do what they are already doing but just allow people to attend services at the church as well. How would you respond to that question, Pastor Jeff? Yeah, well, again, remember, it's it, we're not trying to replace church attendance physically with an online campus. We're using the online campus as a starter place, a place to identify, a, a, a place to connect with you, because a lot of people, uh, we're living in a time now when the generation that's present, a lot of them don't have church experience of any kind. They're a little nervous about coming. They don't know what to expect. This allows them to come in slowly, 
to be part of this community, to watch what happens, and then to say, wow, this is something I really need in my life. Uh, so remember that uh, a majority of the people who start watching in the beginning are not actually Christ followers. Mm. Uh, so we connect with them, or if somebody who moved to town, let's say uh, there's a lot of transient uh, people uh, in, in Los Angeles. You know how people moving in with new jobs and moving out because they've taken jobs other places. So when you come to a new place, it's a little bit overwhelming to go to a different church every week for six months to try to find the right one. Yeah. What you can do, though, is you can start reading, you can start streaming, you can start watching these churches, you can hear their language. And so if you're a Christ follower, you still can use that same platform. And if you're seeking uh, spiritually, you can also go online and find out what church is really all about. So remember, we use the online campus as a as a connection point. Ultimately, we want to help you get into community. Uh, so you have an online pastor for this reason. You need someone who's continually connecting with the people who are watching online. So as I said before, we try to group them into uh, communities of 25, 30 people in each online experience. Now, obviously, you're going to have some people just go to the general place, and they're going to watch online, but we will find you eventually. We'll connect with you. <laughs> Big Brother is we'll, watching. We, we, we will find you. We, we will find you. <laughs> and so so uh, we then connect you. This is what the online campus pastor does. He connects you in groups based on your geographical location. It's amazing what you can discover. You know, when someone clicks in to watch, we know where they're watching from, not their immediate address, but we know if they're from New Zealand or India or mm. if they're from South America or South Africa, we know that. So we can judge by your community. We can say, okay, you would fit well in this group. And then we get those people together because believe it or not, uh, and I think most of us do, people want community of some kind. Mm. And so even if it starts as a social online community, that's all well and good, but eventually the campus pastor will organize a meeting with them in public so they're physically present. Now, right now, we can't do that. But uh, when it's running and operating the way it should under normal circumstances, they will meet together, get to know each other, and then eventually we have a great uh, success rate of getting them ultimately into our church to be part of the corporate physical community, using their gifts and serving one another in our community. So that just keeps uh, that keeps going round and round, Robbo. So you get one group in, then another group begins. So I think right now there yeah. are numerous, I don't even know how many groups that are out there. I'd have to talk to our online campus pastor. But I know he's one of our busiest pastors because he's continually, oh yeah, yeah he's continually connected connecting one-on-one with people via chat, Facebook, live, whatever it is, to talk to them, see what their needs are. And we're finding out uh, why a lot of people are hesitant to come to church. Mm. It's not because they don't want to. There's a lot of fear, and there's a lot of uncertainty. What will I expect? And so this kind of gets them into a place where, hey, I know these people. I've watched them for over three months now. Mm. I know what happens there. I I think I want to be part of the of what's going on in person. And so I'm a, I've become a, I've, I've, go, I've done a, a, a turnabout because originally my attitude toward online campus was this. Well, you're just enabling people to stay home and they think they have a relationship with Jesus. Mm. <laughs> and I've gone from that. And of course, people can't have a relationship with Jesus at home. I'm not saying that. I just said that I was going from that to, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute. This is a great way to connect with people, mm. yeah. uh, to have that first connection where you can help people far from God come near. And I'm a big fan of online campus now, Robbo. Don't think I'll ever go back, and I'm thankful for it right now because yeah, we can't right, be together yeah. physically. <laughs> exactly. Much, so. Pastor Jeff, there'll be a number of pastors who are tuning in to this, seeking advice, and they may contact you or your community just to get some more ideas. But one thing that we've been hearing a lot is that people saying, hey, we're getting more people tuning in 
because of views. And I don't know if you're the technical person to answer this question, but sometimes you can actually say we've got this many views and you can get a false sense of so many people. But then you look at the uh, algorithm of how many minutes they mm. stay on because you can people can scroll through their, yes. um, their Facebook or platforms, whatever it is, and they can say, hey, I've looked at it for 10 seconds, and that counts as a view rather than watching for a whole 60 minutes or a 90 minutes. So what comment would you have for that type of um, analysis? Well, this is exactly, Brett, why we decided on the online campus pastor, because I've decided that no matter what kind of statistics they give me, we can't measure that. We don't know what one view means. Does it Because, me- you know, one view in my house means five people are watching. And it means that they're watching for the whole time. But I would say for many people, it's five seconds, 10 seconds. Uh, They just, they, they go across it and think, oh, this is what this is. And they move on. And they say that you multiply the total numbers uh, by 1.7. That's what I've been given. But you know, how can you really know that? How can you measure that? It's probably a guess. So the reason we did the online campus pastor was when we do have people click on, we connect with them. And so some of us, some of them will tell us, Hey, you know what? We really didn't click on. We were just passing through. So now we know. And for those who did click on and say, well, yeah, we stayed. We like what we heard. We have more questions than that way you can build that mm, platform. And that's, yeah. that's another reason you need an online campus yeah, pastor, but key. he, he needs to know what he's doing though, too. I mean, it's gotta be somebody who knows how to yeah. connect, who knows how to measure. And we just happen to have a very, very good one. And, uh, I, I, I Brett, I wouldn't know the first thing. <laughs> that's a good answer. It's a good yeah, answer that's because great. I think that's the thing that we're hearing more and more of, because it looks like there's a larger number and it could be that there's, you know, more people watching at the same time, but at the same time, how long do they stay there? And it's that, it's that connection point. And I think what you said uh, was so apt is that we all crave community. Mm, and yeah. uh, the church that I go to, they've been doing uh, Zoom coffee after after the, the oh, service. Oh, that's fantastic. So they, yeah. they just tune in and, and then you go into a room with, you know, you can allocate and uh, through the one technology that you can do and you break out room and then you can have a coffee <laughs> and have a bit more of an intimate oh. conversation yeah. with mm. people that you may know or may not know mm. and and you can d- still develop that community because I think, think people are so craving that connection and, yeah. and to see somebody physically is the ideal but to see them virtually is uh, yeah. is the next best so thing. So true. Yeah. Well, thank God for the technology that allows that to happen in a situation <laughs> we find ourselves in with COVID. And thank God for the technology that allows us all to have this conversation this morning with uh, Brett, you in Melbourne, and uh, Pastor Jeff, you're in LA. But uh, it's been great to connect. And Pastor Jeff, really appreciate your time, uh, but also your insight. It's been great to hear uh, your heart. And I guess even the way your thoughts have changed over the years mm. as you've become begun to appreciate uh, what can happen. Uh, with an online pastor. So really appreciate your time, and uh, we pray God's rich blessing on you and on your church as you continue to navigate uh, these very uncertain times, and we look forward to uh, chatting with you again real soon. Yeah, I, I, I hope to be back soon, and I just want to say quickly, Brett, big fan of Focus on the Family. Uh, pray God's greatest and richest blessings on your ministry. What a ministry you guys have. You're very kind. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.